Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey there, and thanks for joining us again for Growing in Grace. We'll have about 14 minutes together. I'm Cap, Mike Kapler, along with the guy I call the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski. Thank you for telling a friend about our podcast, too. The word seems to be spreading around. I continue to get uh, friend requests from people I don't know from around the world, Joel, and, and they're all connected to this grace community that's out there. There's a radical bunch of grace people, and I love all the Facebook comments that I get. I, I don't always have time to get through them all because sometimes I'm just I'm just out of time But there's because there's so many of them. But there's a lot of great encouraging stuff out there. So thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend and uh, spread it around. Get it on your iPod, whatever you got to do. Yeah, I really like this uh, grace revolution that's going on. I, I didn't coin the term myself. I've heard other people use it. I think Steve McVeigh from Grace Walk was the first person I heard using that term, grace revolution. But yeah, people uh, from all over the world connecting with one another and building one another, uh, one another up and encouraging one another in the grace of God and in his unconditional love. We need to do that. You know, this isn't a, uh, a law. It's not a must. It's, it's not a should, so to speak. But it's something that, you know, we can encourage one another in God's grace. And that is very, very helpful when our hearts are established in grace as the book of Hebrews says, it is good that the heart be established and strengthened in grace. And that's really what uh, we're doing here on on our program, Growing in Grace. Yeah, because as you grow in this grace that we're talking about, those should-tos, those ought-tos, those lists of rules that are out there that you used to try to abide by, suddenly grace makes it a want-to. Uh, and it becomes, a, from a whole different perspective, an entirely different paradigm, if you will. Now, if you... Uh, want to check out some of our past programs even last week go to graceroots.org and look for the growing in grace podcast they are all listed there because we're kind of picking up on some things we started to talk about last week joel uh, in romans 6 what what is this thing that paul was talking about about the body of sin being done away with yeah just backing up just a bit you know we're, ta- we're talking about uh, the rules and this will actually i think fit right into this i was reading a I've had this book called The Legalist by Jack Stewart. I don't think it's published anymore, but uh, I believe you can get it on Amazon. Really good book, The Legalist by Jack Stewart. And he, he writes, The new condition of the inner man, whether it is called a new creature, the spirit which is alive, or that which is born of God, it is the same thing. A new heart does not need a long list of rules to go by. In fact, it only needs one. And what? And then he goes ahead and he quotes something from Galatians 6. Now, we're going to be getting to uh, Romans 6 in a minute here, but Galatians 6 says this, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. You know, rules and laws, they don't avail anything. They don't help in any way, shape, or form. But all that counts in Christ is a new creation. He says, as many as walk according to this rule, and he's not talking about a law. Again, he's talking about the rule of the new life, the new creation life that we have. He says, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. You know, that's really what this life is about. It's about the fact that we are new creations. And so Paul, in Romans 6, he's talking about how we became this new creation. Romans 6, 6, he says, knowing that our old man 
And our old man, in, in case you're new to some of the terminology Paul uses, the old man is the person who we were in Adam when we were still in our sin condition before we were raised together with Christ. He says our old man was crucified with Christ, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, Cap, I used to read this, and I used to think, man, I've got to continually, day after day, try to crucify that old man, because I thought the old man was still there. I thought that he was still alive, and, and that it was my job to daily try to crucify him so that I could get this body of sin done away with, that I would no longer be a slave of sin. You know, I thought that I was a slave to sin because... Well, there were sinful actions in my life. <laughs> but here, if you read the whole thing that Paul is saying, it's a past tense thing that he's talking about. It's something that has already happened. Our old man was crucified with Christ, has already been crucified with Christ. The body of sin has been done away with, and we are no longer slaves of sin because we've died. And it says that he who has died has been freed from sin. And so that's a wonderful truth that we need to get grounded in, that we have already died. We've already been made free from sin, and that is the foundation of our life in Christ, that uh, we've already died, and now we've been made alive together with him. Yeah, the work has been completed. It is finished. And I wish I could read more verses that lead up to this, but in Romans chapter 8, Joel, Paul said quite a few things leading up to this, but uh, let me come up to verse 8 and 9 in Romans 8. He says, So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you, talking to believers here, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. And prior to that, in the first part of that chapter, he talked about us now being under a new law, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which has made us free from the law of sin and death. Yeah, we've been made free. That's, you know, that's the key cap uh, to all of this. Many people... As as I think you mentioned last week, uh, we were talking about how people hunger and thirst uh, for righteousness, when in reality, you know, Christ has already given us righteousness. There's no longer any need for us to hunger and thirst after righteousness because that's now our reality. We've been made righteous. Christ became, became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And so there's no longer any hungering or thirsting. There, uh, there's no longer any reason for us to uh, think that we're bound by law or that we're bound by sin because our sin has been taken away. It's, it's no longer a reality. And uh, in fact, you know, we're no longer in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Paul says, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, which he does. If we've been born again, if we've uh, received the life of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God does dwell in us. We're no longer bound by sin. And so that's good news for everybody who's in Jesus Christ. There is freedom. And there are those who would say, well, people, you know, they, they'll just think they can go out and do whatever they want. Well, hopefully you've been listening to us for a while, so you'll be able to, to hopefully take some small bites here and chew this, digest it carefully with what I'm about to say. You can do what you want. That's the beauty of the freedom that we have in Christ. The important thing for us to understand is who we are in Christ, because once you understand who you really are and what unconditional love is all about, then suddenly what you want to do is actually going to be the right thing, because grace actually encourages us to, to live godly in Christ Jesus. I think Paul wrote that to, to Titus. 
But here's what Paul said in uh, 1 Corinthians 6. All things, this is wild, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of anything. And he goes on to talk about some stuff. A couple of times after this, Joel, he mentions sexual immorality. And so Paul kind of encourages people, why would you want to go out and do things that are actually going to offend yourself? And they're going to hurt you. It's one thing to sin, then it's another thing to sin against your own body. So Paul was encouraging people to go down the right path. But he was saying, look, you've got the freedom to make some choices. And if you make the wrong ones, that's not always going to be very profitable for you in this life. Yeah, I think that's that's really that's really key to the freedom that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because as you said, you know, we've been saved. We've we've now been raised together with Christ. We're now alive with Him, and we can do anything that we want. And we're and we're not condemned. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You can go out and do the worst of the worst of sins. And obviously, we're not encouraging anyone to do that. But the fact is that in front of God who is holy, and this is this might offend some people, but in front of God who is holy, God who is righteous, in, in our outward actions, we can do whatever we want to do because the fact is that we have been made alive together with him. We are alive together with him. And that's a spiritual thing, and it's eternal. You know, and Nothing can take that away from us. But the point is... That um, in another place in in, in First Corinthians, uh, Cap, you read from First Corinthians six twelve, and in First uh, Corinthians ten twenty three, Paul repeats this again. He says, "All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well being." So you know, with this new life that we have in Christ. Obviously, Christ's life that's in us, Christ is a giver. Christ is one who doesn't seek his own, but he seeks what's best for other people. He is one who seeks to edify. He is one who seeks to be helpful and, to, and not to do things that are sinful. So if that is our life, the life of Christ that's in us, why would we be driven to do things that go against that very life? And so, again, we can do whatever we want, but that's, that's not the point of God's grace, and that's not the point of his life in us. Yeah, because uh, there are those, again, who would say, well, you know, people are just going to go do whatever they want now if they don't have any, any list of rules to keep them in check. And they just have a, a really difficult time relating to God through relationship and love without this list of rules being a part of it. People have a hard time with that, and I feel so bad for them because even in relationships that we have here on earth, whether you think of somebody that you're very close to, it might be a spouse, might be a family member, somebody that you know really well, a parent, child, whatever it is, if you do something to offend them, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're no longer going to be your mom or your dad or your child. It doesn't mean uh, that they won't be your brother or your sister because of that. You know, there's relationship that takes place, and sometimes bad things happen when people make the wrong choices. There's no denying that. That's why Paul went on to encourage people to behave like who you are, to live out of the, the life that now flows through you, which is the very life of Christ himself. Trust in that life living through you instead of you being the one to try to try and get it all right all the time. And, and Because you'll, you'll get caught up. There's a lot of people trying to do the right things who are also caught up in the flesh, just like there are people sometimes doing the wrong things who are caught up in the flesh. There's sort of a self-righteous flesh out there that can kick in, and it's really not that much different from those who are out there sinning all the time. 
you know, a person can be out there living a pretty good life, a pretty decent life, and uh, following all the rules of the Christian life, and yet they're not really grounded in God's love. They're not really grounded in relationship. They're, they're grounded in doing the right thing, and that's not being grounded in love. That's not being grounded in grace. That's being grounded in, in rules and in law. And so a person can be going around doing all the right stuff and still not have this thing called love down. And, you know, we're all growing in that. But as you know, someone has said, love God and do what you want. And I think that sums it up, because if you do love God, then the things that you want to do are going to be things that are according to your new nature, which is one spirit with God. And so really the key isn't to try to go and find out all the right things to do, but the key is to grow in God's love. None of us have arrived there, of course, but as we get ourselves grounded in his love for us and in the fact that God is love and that his life is in us, and as we grow in that, then we'll find that the things that we want to do naturally reflect the spirit of God that indwells us. Right on, Joel. Hey, we're out of time for this edition of Growing in Grace, but tune in again next week. Someone asked us recently, what do you say when people suggest that we have responsibilities as Christians and that God has things he wants us to do because he loves us and knows what's best for us and that we should just be happy to obey what God wants? We'll address some of those things next time on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.